Have you ever been in a relationship with a guy where something didn't feel right? Maybe it was a lack of chemistry. Maybe it was a lack of trust. Maybe it was a lack of comfort. Maybe you just couldn't put your finger on it. And even though you felt deep inside that something was off, you ignored that feeling and stayed. Months, even years of wasted time, all because you were afraid to trust your gut, pull the plug, and start over. Today, I'm going to share with you a few examples of how good women fight for relationships that they don't really want and remind you of the importance of listening to your feelings. Stick around. Cats, dating coach for smart, strong, successful women, and your personal trainer for love. Welcome to the Love You podcast. Keep listening to find the answer to the all-important question, do you really want him or do you just think you do? When we're done, I'll let you know how you could apply to Love You to create a passionate relationship that makes you feel safe, heard, and understood. So there are two examples that we're going to use today of where you have a boyfriend that you don't really want. One is when you get the guy too quickly and when you have him for way too long. Both are really common situations and are a result of you ignoring your own feelings. So let's start with diving in too quickly because this is something that has been on my mind. Um, I have a course, it's called Love You. I walk women through the entire dating process to help them make better dating and relationship choices, but old habits die hard. So I have these moments where people think that I'm some sort of genius because they come in to love you and in one month they have a new boyfriend and everything seems jolly. And the problem is a lot of times they dove into the relationship way too fast. And right now I have two clients um, who, I, who announced recently that they had boyfriends. Both met their guys online. Both took less than three weeks to sleep with him and commit. And their reasoning Right? And this is normal, I'm not pathologizing them or trying to embarrass them. The men were enthusiastic. They were e eager to commit. They treated them well. And it doesn't mean they were love bombed or anything like that. It just guy did everything right according to the Love You book. And she doesn't really want to be dating. And since she's looking for commitment, they both said yes, took down their profiles and dove into a relationship. The problem is both of my clients are almost immediately second-guessing their own decisions. One of them is concerned about her boyfriend's sexual performance, right? namely that he has erectile dysfunction. This is not something he disclosed before they got together, but it's something that perhaps if they had spent a little more time dating, she could have discovered before she committed to him. Even if she didn't sleep with him in the first few weeks, they could have, what the terminology we use, they could have had foreplay gone around the bases for a month and the situation would have prevent, presented itself and she could have drawn a different conclusion and maybe dissuaded herself from becoming a girlfriend instead of diving into a relationship with a guy where she's now completely turned off by her situation. Um, this is a position she put herself in by moving too fast. The other agreed to be exclusive with a guy that she barely knows, but has immediately recognized that she doesn't even know if she wants him as her boyfriend yet. And she just kind of said yes. So she is she is kind of like a 
boat that was being pushed along the ocean by the waves without actually using her own motor or steering wheel. So she's got no idea if her boyfriend is boyfriend material, much less husband material. But once again, his desire to push things forward carried her like a wave into a relationship that she's not even sure she wants to be in. So in both situations, using love you terminology, these women were not the CEOs. They were not the deciders. They were still, despite taking this course, basically interns, eager to get a permanent position at a company and not thinking too clearly about whether they really wanted the job or whether it was a good short or long-term fit for them. Chances are both of these women are gonna to come to the conclusion that these boyfriends that they just declared and got are not going to be relationships that they ultimately want. And they're going to relatively swiftly break up with really nice men who they shouldn't have committed to in the first place. Which, by the way, is exactly what men do routinely with women. Get excited about you, hop into bed, become exclusive after a very short period of time, and then a few weeks later actually get to know you and realize that he doesn't think you're a good fit for each other. So that's one use case. Diving into a relationship too quickly and being in a relationship with a guy where you don't really want to be there, but you don't always have the courage to do something about it because you're so nice and you don't want to hurt him. All right, better move. Don't put yourself in that position. Next situation, more interesting to me, is the 180 degree opposite of this. Not when you dive into a new relationship with a guy too quickly, because as I said, that's something that could largely be avoided by waiting four to six weeks before um, calling yourself a couple and taking down your profile. The more interesting situation is when you're fighting for a relationship that doesn't actually make you happy. Right? And that might hurt to hear. Um, it's the way I see it from the outside. Maybe when you're on the inside, you'll have a different take on it. But I see a lot of women who come to me at the beginning of their tenure and love you trying to preserve relationships that aren't making them happy. And how do I know they're not making them happy? Women in happy relationships don't call dating coaches. They don't. So I recall one client, she was with a man for seven years in a long distance relationship. Now this client is, when she turns to me, 40. She wants kids, plural. And not only did her long distance relationship not propose, he wasn't even planning on moving to her city. Plus, as a human being, he was highly critical of her and they fought relatively often. So my client genuinely loved him. I'm not gonna argue with her feelings that she had for seven years before she came to me, but she was holding on this relationship to try to, the reason she turned to me was to try to get him to propose to her so that what? So she could be married for the rest of her life to a man who's critical selfish, a bad communicator, and doesn't care enough to even be in the same city with her? This is the prize that we're trying to get her to get? Let's think about that critically. Now that's an extreme example, but it's not hard to come up with more. Look at your own life. Think about how much time you spent pining over men, sleeping with men, getting back together with men, agonizing about men who were selfish, narcissistic, or abusive, or dishonest, unemployed, angry, bitter, addicted, losers, liars. This is, this is almost everybody who's ever come to me. 
has fought for a relationship that did not actually make them happy. And each time you claim to be in love with him, but really you're in love with a set of, of external characteristics that he may have or the excitement of the first month that you had together or the illusion that you guys are so great on paper. The relationship itself is so weak. There's so much turmoil. There's so much fighting. There's such evidence that this is not something that you should do for the next 40 years. And you fight for that. And each time you ignore the fact that if we waved a magic wand, if I were a genius and we waved a magic wand and we can get the guy to commit to you, it's not actually a win. It would be a huge and crushing loss if you got the guy that you were fighting for. In fact, if the guy who broke up with you, who broke your heart, took you back, you would either be miserably married or divorced by now. Stop and think about that. And that would be obvious if you looked at the actual quality of your relationship as opposed to your feelings about how good the relationship could be or your fears of starting over, which is why you hold on to that man like he's a life raft in the ocean, right? Instead of an anchor that's dragging you down. So please, for you, not for me, stop fighting for relationships that don't actually make you happy. My name is Evan Mark Katz. Thank you for tuning into the Love You podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, please share an honest review on Apple. More reviews equals more awareness of the Love You podcast and more love in the world. And if you have everything except a man and you want to have a happy, healthy relationship, I can help you. In Love You, you will gain confidence, learn to trust your judgment, and find a man who makes you feel safe, heard, and understood. Go to www.evanmarkkatz.com and click to watch my free video. When you're done, you could apply to Love You to join hundreds of other smart, strong, successful women in a coaching community where women like you actually get the love you deserve. I'll see you there.